The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal here back at the Intermountain Health Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another episode of Upon Further Review brought to you by our pals at Coors Light. And I hope the buy for every single one of you was restful, rejuvenating. You got a chance to maybe watch football on Sunday, maybe not. But all in all, you enjoyed a weekend without Raiders football to get your mind right for this final five weeks that we have coming down the pipeline. An exciting five weeks, much to discuss, much to get into. Uh, but we are feeling good. We are feeling strong. And we are ready to get uh, to start rocking this thing. We, Like I said, we got five weeks guaranteed left. Uh, the holidays are coming. We got a lot of fun, exciting stuff coming down the pipeline here at Silver and Black Productions and with your Las Vegas Raiders. So it's going to be a, a fantastic adventure to go along with each and every one of you guys. But we're feeling good about today. Today is a great day, a beautiful day here in Las Vegas, and we are ready to go. And we're feeling great about today's episode of the show, because in just a few minutes, we're going to welcome in Austin Hooper, uh, tight end for the Silver and Black, and doing something a little bit different this week. I don't even want to say different, but we are just trying to showcase our players, our multi-talented, multi-dimensional players in some really fun ways. This is the Raiders' My Cause, My Cleats game this upcoming Sunday, 1.05 p.m. kickoff at Allegiant Stadium against the Vikings. You are going to see a bunch, a handful, many dozen, several dozen uh, of your Las Vegas Raiders rocking the unique custom cleats, showcasing a cause that they are really passionate about, that they care about. Uh, and I think I was telling Austin that, you know, the league, in my opinion, does a, such a phenomenal job with this, with this initiative, uh, just giving guys an opportunity to showcase a little bit more about themselves, something that they hold near and dear to their heart. So we're going to welcome in Austin Hooper in just a few minutes to talk about his cause, the Austin Hooper Foundation, everything that goes into that, why they that's important to him. And yes, we will preview the Vikings a little bit and talk about coming off of the bye and what goes into that for your silver and black. But we begin, as we always do, with some news and notes. But before the news and notes, you know I got some bills to pay. So we begin with our transactions brought to you by Shift4 Payments. Uh, and it's been, yeah, it's been about a week since we hung out, by week style. But since we have hung out last, the Raiders have made the following roster moves. On December 5th, which was yesterday, the Las Vegas Raiders signed defensive end Janorius Robinson to the active roster and also signed defensive end Charles Snowden to the practice squad. And then just earlier today, as we record this on a Wednesday, working ahead this week, Raider Nation, uh, Champ Bailey and company designated cornerback Brandon Faison, friend of the program, Brandon Faison, and linebacker Kanai Malga for return from the reserve injured list. So just a quick... Uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, procedural thing there. 21 days now for both Mr. Malga and Face on. 21 days their practice window opens, and sometime within that 21 days, the Raiders will have to uh, ultimately decide whether or not to bring them back to the active roster to elevate them, to have them start playing meaningful football again, or at the end of that 21 days, ultimately decide you said, you know what? Hey, uh, it's not going to be, uh, and that's not going to be what we're going to do this year. And so they will remain on IR for the rest of the year. But uh, as we see here today, day tw- excuse me, day one of 21 for both Brandon Faison and Kanai Mauga. But before we welcome in, uh, excuse me, Austin Hooper, before we talk about all the incredible things him and the rest of his teammates are doing off the field for the 2023 Las Vegas Raiders, uh, we have to highlight someone who has, I mean, really done incredible work off the field since the moment that he arrived in Oakland. Uh, and now he has done the same thing here in Las Vegas because Max Crosby, friend of the program, Max Crosby, number 98, the Condor himself, is the Las Vegas Raiders nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Uh, the Silver and Black announced that Pro Bowl defensive end Max Crosby was going to be the team's Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. Considered the league's most prestigious honor, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year it acknowledges the NFL player who excels on the field and demonstrates a passion for creating a lasting impact beyond the game in their communities. Each of the league's 32 nominees were announced earlier this week. Crosby personifies the motto commitment to excellence by serving as a shining example of what it means to be a Raider both on and off the gridiron. His commitment to the community has been on display throughout the year, and really since the moment, like I said, the moment he put on that Raiders uniform. And he's consistently demonstrated a heartfelt dedication to making a positive impact around him. As a nominee, Crosby will wear the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year helmet decal through the end of the season in recognition of his accomplishments. Uh, Max had the following to say, It's a true honor to be nominated for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. The Raiders have a strong commitment to the community, and I share those values, so I take great pride in being nominated for such a prestigious award. Thank you to the Raiders and congratulations to all the nominees. Uh, I mean, we'd look at all the things that Max has done in terms of his charitable efforts. I mean, it's it's a lengthy list. I mean, we can just start with the work that, that Max has done uh, with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, we talk about uh, how he served as a mentor to local student-athletes. Uh, and then, yes, the big one that has gotten a lot of uh, pub for good reason is uh, the fact that him and his wife donated, I believe it was a million dollars, I just want to confirm that, uh, to Max's alma mater. Uh, and look, we talk about Max all the time and, and what he does on the field, but uh, I will tell anyone who will listen, man. I mean, this is a dude who does it the right way off the field. Uh, it is a guy who has been really open and honest about the struggles that he has gone uh, gone through as an individual and has come out better on the uh, on the other side of it. So, man, big shout out to Max. Uh, as I said, a dude who's doing it 100% the right way. Uh, and then just to, in terms of how you guys can get involved, uh, the fans can get, uh, you guys can vote for the Walter Payton Man of the Year on X, formerly known as Twitter, by posting hashtag WPMOY challenge along with the name and or handle their chosen nominee, or you can vote directly at NFL.com slash man of the year. To learn even more about Max, Max's candidacy for Walter Payton Man of the Year, head on over to Raiders.com slash WPMOY. Once again, that's Raiders.com slash WPMOY. Man, big shout out to our guy, Max, per usual. Uh, Shifting back to what we have going on the field uh, these next couple days. Raiders back in the building as we record this on a Wednesday. First day back at practice after the bye for the Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly's Raiders. Uh, a very well-deserved time away from the building uh, for each and every one of those guys in that locker room. But now we, we get ready, like I said, for these final five games. 
the Minnesota Vikings uh, doing their thing, coming into Allegiant Stadium. It was announced earlier today. Josh, jo- excuse me, Josh Dobbs is going to be the man under center for the Vikings. Uh, and look, not going to be an easy task for the silver and black. Uh, Josh Dobbs certainly has a little bit of that magic in him, a little something-something cooking. Uh, certainly, it, the magic seems to be fading a little bit, or at least faded a little bit the last time they were on the field. Uh, but a guy who needs to be taken seriously, a team that needs to be taken seriously, a defense that is very, very good and is going to make uh, make life difficult for Aiden O'Connell, Josh Jacobs, and the fellas. And one thing... You know, I'm a big believer in every year is a new year, right? You know, you don't want to dive too deep down, down far the history, down into the history books, I should say, to kind of get an example of, or, you know, prognosticate of what's going to come. But the reality of it is this, is over the past 20 years, the Las Vegas Raiders are 4-16 and coming off the bye. 4-16. and that is not a number that you want. That is not a great number, obviously. Uh, but the Raiders have a chance to kind of remedy that a little bit, to come in, to put their best foot forward at home against the uh, the Minnesota Vikings at Allegiant Stadium. And, you know, we're really now kind of into, you know, it's go time for this team. The Raiders are going to have two home games in the span of Wednesday, Thursday, for, excuse me, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five days. Uh, they're, you know, they have an opportunity if they can handle business in the next seven or eight days to be 500 with a little mini buy coming. That is a result of Thursday night football. And look, I don't want to get too uh, too far ahead of ourselves. As I said, the Vikings, a formidable team, a team that does a lot of things well. Justin Jefferson, most likely back in the mix. So if you're a Meek Robertson, if you're Jacorian Bennett, uh, if you're Nate Hobbs, you are going to have your hands full with Justin Jefferson, one of the premier talents at wideout in the NFL. So it's going to be a tough game, a tough match, a really, really talented Vikings team coming into town. And just a reminder, that is 1.05 p.m. kickoff against the Mighty Vikings. But look, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see how the Raiders come out uh, in terms of that first series, that first quarter. Uh, You know, the Vikings in kind of a unique scheduling Reality also coming off of their bye week. You don't see that too often where two teams coming off the bye, squaring up, going to battle, but that is the case that we find ourselves in on Sunday. So there's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Like I said, that first 15 minutes to me is going to be really, really telling. Can the Raiders establish who they are? I should say reestablish since they didn't play last week. Can they reestablish who they want to be on the offensive side of the football? Do we see that best version of Josh Jacobs. Do we see some of that cohesion in the running game that we've been waiting to see? Do we see it on Sunday afternoon at Allegiant? I sure hope so. And I have a feeling that if the Raiders are able to keep their foot on the gas, if they're able to stay on the front foot, if they can be the aggressor against the Viking team that, you know, with all due respect to Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs is not Patrick Mahomes. I think he'd be the first person to tell you that. If you can put some pressure on this Viking offense, uh, on, you know, at home in a hostile environment for these Vikings, I think it would spell good things for the silver and black. But as I said, you know, one thing to keep in mind when you guys are watching the game, whether you're at Allegiant Stadium or you're at home or your local local watering hole, wherever you may be, uh, is the feet, the cleat heat for all the the members of the silver and black as they go through the My Cause, My Cleats game. As I said, one of the things that the league, in my opinion, does a really, really good job on. Uh, I teased it at the top. We, we sit down with Austin Hooper. And we talk about the Austin Hooper Foundation. We talk about everything that's important to him. And, and Austin, I think, does a great job of kind of shining a light on, on his teammates, too, and, and some of the incredible uh, work that they're all doing in the community. So uh, it's a great, uh, like I said, a great initiative the league does. And I think that, you know, 
100% of these cleats actually look really, really cool too. Like if you're watching the the video on YouTube of our interview with Austin, you will see uh, firsthand the uh, the cleats and, and really what they look like, and they look awesome. Uh, and if you guys want to see the full gallery, if you want to see all the the uh, the incredible content surrounding the cleats for every single guy on the roster, not just Austin, head on over to Raiders.com, and we will have you taken care of. So without further ado, please enjoy our conversation with Austin Hooper. Austin, you and I were talking before we started rolling. I, I really do think that the league does such a good job uh, with the My Cause, My Cleats initiative. We see it every single season, giving you guys an opportunity to kind of not only share a little bit about who you are as, as individuals, but stuff that's really important to you. So, you have we have two pairs of cleats here. Uh, and question one, which ones are actually going to be the game day cleats? Uh, I'm probably going to go with these ones right here. Okay. But uh, the guy who does it. Jonathan, he's a beast. He sent me a couple. I sent a couple to him just in case something happens with the paint or whatnot. Yeah. Or if he doesn't like something or, you know, when the cleat bottoms isn't quite right. Yeah, where it needs so, to I mean, be. Yeah, these aren't right out the box. Yeah. Cleats. These, <laughs> these have about a good 20, 30 games on them. So in oh, case really? something, oh, interesting. Something happens. So these are these are game cleats that you've worn before and then you just send out to say, hey, do your thing? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to send like a brand new pair out of the box. I want to be broken in a little oh, okay. bit because I've done that in the past with brand new cleats. And with this paint, you can't really practice with it a lot because if you get a couple, you know, cleat marks on it or something, like most of the paint comes off. So you kind of got to just wait till game day yeah. for these. So you got to be in something that you've been in and feel comfortable with before. So. I think probably tomorrow I'll practice in those. Nice. Um, so just yeah, share with us Austin Hooper Foundation that we have on both sides or on both cleats here. Um, kind of where did this idea come from? Why is it important to you? And kind of what's the the goal and the mission that you you kind of want to get out there? Sure. So in 2020, I started the Austin Hooper Foundation. We partner up with local charities with a special focus on those aging out of the system because depending on the state which you're in, you know they give you a few hundred bucks in a GED and say go play life. So. That's a rough hand of cards, mm -hmm. no, no matter how you break it down. And in my opinion, it's just very underserved. And, and I look around and I see so many you know, wonderful charities for cats and dogs and other things. But I was just looking around. I'm like, we have so many young Americans that are going hungry, that don't really have a place to stay, that don't have access to you know, as much technology we need in this information age. So... What I try to do with my foundation, supply them with electronics, clothes, just the basic tools to just try to give them what I can do to help them move forward. You know, and you and I were talking our way up here. My, my brother's a product of the foster care system, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, thankfully one of the, the I don't want to say few, but one of the lucky ones that had, Certainly. you know, had a great experience and, and now, you know, part of a loving, happy family and all that. But, you know, I, I think that you bring up a great point where sometimes we think about or we forget to think about the folks that are aging out of that system, right? Sure. And, and the fact that there's so many, and, and you know, I've, I'll be on the soapbox all day, there's so many, uh, you know, babies that need to be adopted in this country, but you forget about the kids that are seven and are eight, to your point, that are in high school and now get thrown out into the world with a GED and a couple hundred bucks and say, all right, brother, like, go Good figure luck. it out. Yeah, yeah, best of luck. So I think that bringing awareness to especially that group of people, the, the older group of kids that no are going to have to be adults uh, at 18, I think is, is a really important thing to do. Yeah, so it's awesome to be able to set up events for these for these young men and women and be able to talk to them, mentor them a little bit, just kind of just be a resource for them. Like, I, I keep in contact with one young man in particular, Jalen King. It's my boy. I hope you see this. Um, but, yeah, he'll call me sometimes. We'll just talk. He's playing basketball. Like, I just try to be like a mentor when I can and provide when I can. 
So when, was there like a moment for you or, or something that you read or you, you saw that you're like, okay, this is something that I really want to put my time, my resources and, and kind of my, my sweat equity into? Yeah, it actually happened over COVID. So I, I started off in Atlanta, then I went to Cleveland. Um, I always want to do more things philanthropic. But luckily, once I, I signed my second deal, I was in a position, fortunately mm-hmm. enough, where I could actually affect change. Uh, when I was growing up, my family did a lot of different charity works, which whether it was you know handing out toys, you know Thanksgiving food drive, this or that. So something that was always within me and something I was raised with. So during the pandemic, something I created, and then I started it up in Cleveland and then followed it in Nashville last year. And here I am. I actually got an event tonight here in Vegas. So... Whatever city I'm in, I always try to partner up with the with the local partnerships out here that do a great job for the young people in the community. You know, something I, I think that, you know, we forget about a lot, too, where, where, you know, not only you, but obviously a lot of Gata guys, they go to different stops. Like, you have different stops on the sure. journeys. You're with different teams. And, and I think that, you know, one thing that I, I think we, our organization, does a really good job of is getting you guys in touch with the folks that so you can kind of affect change. Right? Absolutely. Because, like, to your point, right, you have your, your deal in Cleveland, but then you wake up one day and, hey, I don't live in Cleveland anymore. Appreciate your time. Yeah, exactly. Gotta go. <laughs> How do I keep kind of, you know, doing what's important to me and, and sure. holding my heart to you? So I think that, yeah, like, you know, continuing that regardless of geographies is a really, really cool deal that a lot of you guys do. Yeah, certainly. There's a bunch of us talking in the locker room. I mean, you know, it, it's so, you know, fast going on mm-hmm. throughout the day, you know, ball, 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 ball. But when you have a few minutes here or there, you actually get to talk to your teammates and say, like, hey, what are your passions away from the game? Whether it be business, whether it be philanthropic work, just getting to understand your teammates on a little deeper level and realizing – a lot of guys have such you know wonderful foundations, wonderful philanthropic partnerships, this and that. Down the locker room, talk to you, you have no idea. So it's awesome to know that this locker room, especially, has has a lot of guys that think in that in that way. You know, and I think that's one of the coolest parts of this whole initiative each year is when we see the full list, which you can see on Raiders.com, by the way, shameless plug, uh, of guys, of <laughs> guys, exactly, of guys that, you know, you see just the vast array of things that are close to people's heart, right? Whether yeah. it's, uh, you know, Alzheimer's or youth awareness or education or cancer, whatever it is. And, and I think that one of the best parts about this whole initiative is that you get to see kind of an added layer to the, your favorite player that you go see on Sundays. And I imagine for you guys in that locker room, it must be pretty you know, unique and rewarding and fun for you to kind of learn a little bit more about your teammates and to your point, figure out like, okay, what are you into outside of scoring touchdowns on Sunday? Yeah, certainly. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about stuff, you know, family, friends, you know, significant other, blah, 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 blah. But especially this week, see everyone with their cleats, you're like, hey, man, what's what's that about? Give me the rundown, this and that. I'm like, oh, man, that's awesome. Look around and be like, oh, wow, like, Jerry, what's that? Like, why foundation? Tell me more. Mm-hmm. And just all throughout the locker room, so it's awesome. Like, I've been in, this is my fourth team, but see the amount of guys, especially in this locker room, that are really committed to do that, I, I thought was impressive because I've been, you know, different places. So seeing so many guys all in on that, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, an organizational thing too, right? Yeah, you know, no it starts doubt. from the top down. So really, really cool to see everyone kind of involved and, and kind of in their, in their element and being able to share a little bit more about themselves. And like I said, you know, something that I think the league does a really good job top to bottom at. But uh, shifting ahead now, looking towards Sunday, I'm, I'm kind of just curious for, for a player, for you guys now coming off of the bye, how do you, does anything change this week coming off of bye now knowing you've had a few days to kind of rest, recover, and get back into the zone at all? Or is it just business as usual now as we march down the uh, these final five weeks? Yeah, absolutely. That was the late bye week is a blessing and a curse mm-hmm. because I mean, if you include training camp and everything, you put your head down for eighteen weeks. Yeah, and 
you know, I, I thought everyone's been fighting hard, playing hard. But I mean, physically, you could see towards the end, like guys were banged up. I mean, it's natural, right? Yeah. So having that bye week was awesome, especially at this point in the year, just when your body's starting to run out a little bit of gas, get that late bye week to kind of recharge. And you could see today, like guys were flying around, getting back into it. So we we really needed that. And to, your, to answer your question, yes, business as usual. I mean, that's what we all love about AP. AP remains the same person each and every day, keeps us all focused on the same mission. And that's that was a message, just like back to business. Let's get out there. Let's play fast. Let's be us. Yeah, and I think that you know, if for this fan base having a chance to see you guys now back to back home games at Allegiant Stadium, we got two games in what like five days, right? Because you go Sunday and then Thursday night will be a lot of fun for the fans. But man, awesome! Before we get out of here, uh, just one more time, where can the people kind of learn more about your foundation? Uh, get involved in some type of way. Yeah, just Google Austin Hooper Foundation. First link that pops up. Click it, and boom, you're on my foundation page, and you can learn a lot more about it. Um, I encourage everyone out there to take a look at not just mine, but everyone else's, you know, all their philanthropic pursuits, because a lot of guys in this locker room do a lot of great things for a lot of people outside of their own immediate self. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, 100%. Very well said. And like I said, you can check the full list out on Raiders.com, and in the coming days, we're going to have the full gallery of everyone's cleats, uh, some really cool videos showcasing not only the cleats, but like we talked about, some of everyone's initiatives and what's really important to them. So best of luck, Mr. Hooper, on Sunday. It was nice to finally get you in the studio. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll catch up with you soon, all right? Thanks for having me. Go Raiders. And a big thank you to Austin Hooper for coming to hang out in the pod studio. It was good to see him. And, and I, like I said, man, it, it's great to kind of learn the stories of all these guys. I think that we, myself included, we forget. And all these guys in the locker room, I mean, shoot, every player in the NFL has, has a story uh, that they're more than just the guys in the helmets and pads that we love to go watch play football on Sunday. So any chance that we get to learn a little bit more about what makes them tick, what's important to them, what's kind of happened in their life off the field to make them really passionate about something, I think is a great day. So big shout out to Austin for coming through uh, and not only uh, not only sharing your story, but showing off the cool cleats too, man. We always love to see those. So as I said, if you want to see more about the cleats or if you want to learn more about uh, any of the guys on the teams, their foundations, their causes, whatever whatever it may be, head on over to Raiders.com. But before we get out of here, before we crack an ice-cold dusty, or excuse me, an ice-cold beer and hit the dusty trail, uh, we do what we do every week. The Raiders will win if... And I kind of teased it at the top before we talked to Austin about the importance of starting fast and just kind of the unique... Uh, situation that we find ourselves in where both the Raiders and the Vikings uh, are coming off of their bye week, not something you typically see in the NFL. And so I think that, yes, it's important to start fast every single week, but I think this week in particular, when I, I would imagine that first quarter, there is going to be an element of getting back into rhythm, getting back into sync, uh, kind of finding your footing once again for both of these teams. So I think whichever team can win that first quarter, I think that if the Raiders are able, as I said, to be on the front foot, to be the aggressor, to be who they want to be at the line of scrimmage, and we all know that starts with establishing the run. If they're able to do that in the first 15 minutes, I think it spells incredible things for what we're going to see the final 45. Right, I think that what we have seen all through 2023, right, is the Raiders are capable of doing it for little bits and spurts. Right, we see the offense look incredible for a quarter here, the defense really dominate for a half, uh, or but the you know the sustained success is something that we've been looking for. So I think that if the Raiders can come out hot, if they can put some points up in the in a hurry, if they can start. 10 to 3, 7 nothing, whatever it is. If they can be the aggressor, I really, really like the Raiders' chances. Uh, I think that, like I said, this Vikings team 
is a is a good team. I mean, they're a top ten offense without Justin Jefferson. So now you add Justin Jefferson back to the mix, it gets a little a little scarier. If you're a DB, you got to start thinking twice a little bit. Like, all right, he's back. He's gonna do his thing. Uh, but now you look at the defensive side of things, and we heard from Patrick Graham. And the, and the coordinators yesterday, and we, we heard from uh, them about this this Vikings defense, an aggressive defense uh, that are they're going to be multiple. They're going to show Aiden O'Connell, a young rookie quarterback, a lot of things. And you know, and I say it every week, and I know I sound like a broken record. You know what the best thing is to kind of alleviate some of that stress, some of that pressure off of your run, your young rookie running back, or excuse me, your rookie quarterback. Run the ball. Run the ball effectively. You have one of the best running backs in the NFL in Josh Jacobs. You have a, a good offensive line that, yeah, they probably haven't been as consistent as we would have liked in 2023, but then when they are right, when they are together, when they are doing what they need to be, are pretty darn good. So control the line of scrimmage, run the ball, start fast. Get out, start fast. Be aggressive. Be the aggressor. I think that's, to me, if, it, if I have to boil down the Raiders will win, if to one kind of segment, a thesis— be the aggressor. If the, if the Raiders are the aggressor on Sunday afternoon at Elysian Stadium, I really, really, really like their chances. Uh, it'll be great to be back in the building, man. The bye always comes at a perfect time. It's a good chance for all of us to get out of the building, to reset, to, to not, uh, you know, to, to spend some time with the family, to, to kind of lock in on stuff that isn't football. Like in my case, it was nice to be able to do a lot of the holiday stuff last weekend to get ahead, to clean the house, to, to kind of uh, to, to tidy up, if you will. But now we are back. We are locked in. We are dialed in. We got a really fun, really exciting five weeks ahead of us. And I cannot wait to get into it with each and every single one of you. A quick program. Oh, I before we crack an ice, we got to crack an ice cold brewski uh, before we get out of here, though. And this is an easy one this week. Uh, I'm cracking an ice cold bruchacho for all the guys on the team who uh, participate in the My Cause, My Cleats initiative, right? I, I think that, yes, we did a great job uh, of highlighting Austin and what's important to him. And if you go on Raiders.com, you'll see other stories and other profiles uh, of guys that that are, are sharing what's important to them, why it's important to them. But I don't want any single one of those guys to feel uh, to feel left out. Uh, every single one of those players, the coaches, the front office people who are involved in this initiative, they, they all, you know, saddle up to something that's important to them, right? You don't Put the time uh, and, that, and that equity into something if it's not something that's really important to you. So big shout out to Austin, big shout out to Max, to AJ Cole, to Daniel Carlson. But we're cracking an ice cold brewski for every single guy on this team that, that is uh, putting his heart on his feet in this case and showing you uh, showing you what he's about and what is important to him. So yes, huge uh, huge congratulations to them and very very well done to each and every single one of those individuals. But uh, quick programming note on the way out: Jason Fitz and I are back in the fifth quarter, and not only that our man Fitz is going to be here in Las Vegas it will be so nice to see him live and in person for the first time in a few months I think he was out here earlier this season uh, but it'd be great to see uh, great to see Fitz on Sunday hopefully we are talking about a Raiders W which means that the Raiders would inch just a little bit closer to 500 within a huge game upcoming on Thursday night against the uh, the Los Angeles Chargers but we will deal with the Chargers next week we will deal with the short week uh, when it comes and speaking of the short week everything on our uh, from our neck of the woods is moved up a day next week so usually upon further review comes out on Thursday obviously play on Thursday so we 
will plan for a Wednesday publish. Just a quick uh, programming note for all of you guys who download and listen and all that good stuff. So on that note, we are getting out of here. Enjoy the game, Raider Nation. Once again, friendly reminder, 1.05 p.m. kickoff against the Minnesota Vikings. So Freddie Pascal, our guest this week, Austin Hooper, and everyone else that's over in Black Productions who helps keep our program afloat, I should say. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, We will see you guys next week, same time, not this, well, different time, same place, different time, same place, for our next episode of Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network.